Welcome one and all to the Low Key Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Keith Denny. And as always, I'm joined with Aaron Lanton and Tim Malloy. And today we're talking about the HBO Max um, new series, The Last of Us, starring um, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, uh, where we have um, Pedro playing as Joel and a um, very, I guess you could say, battle-hardened survivor of a post-apocalyptic world where he is is um, pretty much doing a, um, what what do we call this in video games where you just, um, <laughs> where you just move from one character to another place? What's the, what's the word I'm looking for, Aaron? Oh, uh, escort? Yeah, it's, he's on an escort mission to escort Ellie across a post-apocalyptic landscape of the United States to because she may or may not possibly have a cure to this um, fungus zombie disease that has stricken humanity. And it's, of course, based off a video game um, produced by um, Naughty Dog, who's also known for the Uncharted series. So, um, I don't know. Seems like some good stuff. We just went over the first couple of episodes. So, starting with Aaron, I'm sure you. I'm not sure if you've played The Last of Us. I know you have. You have a PlayStation and PC. I, I'm I'm an Xbox guy, so I never got to it. So, what what do you think? I didn't even get to call you off being an Xbox fanboy, so that's pretty funny. But I'm not uh, really an Xbox fanboy. It's just everybody I know has an Xbox, so by default, I have an Xbox. So, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, let me think. Hold up. So yeah, we saw the first two episodes. It's it's weird because I have played um the first game. I didn't finish it, and I, I do I, I like the game. I can get into why I didn't finish it uh, another time uh, later on. Um, but overall, I mean, I, I feel like people who watch the games and then or watch can play the games and then watch this show. I think we're all are gonna be mostly satisfied with what's here um it is a pretty faithful retelling i mean it, it changes a lot of things for tv uh you know we can get into if, if y'all are curious about that later but um just as a tv show itself uh like for example those things that happened at the beginning of each episode so far where there's like you know a uh, first episode you got some people talking some decades back about you know, on on the TV show about fungi and what they could potentially do to humans, and then in um, the second episode, you got this whole thing with Jakarta and what's going on uh, with the scientists there realizing what's happening. Um, those things don't exist in the game at all. So there mm-hmm. is a different kind of vibe and context they're putting around us that you can do with TV that you can do with games, and some games have chosen to do, um, but they don't do here. So there's there's like a you know kind of a additional world building for those people. But as a, just as a show itself and, and what it's able to do, I think it's a, a pretty good watch. I mean, it, it goes fast. The pace is really incredible, I think. Um, and doesn't leave you sitting for very long. It's kind of, it, it can get very complicated. It's a very dense story um, in the game. But I think they've condensed it enough for people to follow along and, and have a good sense of what's going on. So I think in that way, it's really done a good job. And, and it seems like um, they're really gonna be able to you know keep people's attention on the show i think okay okay so tim as a person who i'm sure hasn't played the game nor maybe not even known that this is based off a video game what did you think okay 
I know I'm the not video game person on the Loki <laughs> podcast, but I have played the game thanks what? to Juan Montoya, my best friend, who every few months or so I go to his house, we play a video oh, game. Well. If it's Spider-Man, it's like Spider-Man walking into the wall again and again and again. <laughs> and in this game, I was it's like a, I was in I think first person shooter mode. I think I was like behind a car door trying to take out zombies. Uh um, that I, must have been the remaster. I don't even know. <laughs> I, don't remember, but first I game, definitely yeah. got he may have like dropped me in the middle of it to like save a lot of time of me watching. Oh, oh yeah. They, they, yeah, there might be some sequences where like you're holding on to like a turret or something. I can't even recall. <laughs> It was real dark and real scary and like yeah. gloomy and no, great game. Honestly, hell. great game. Like atmospheric, really cool. Um, I thought I thought it was really good, and I definitely thought the problem here is me. It's not the game. It's just that I suck at games. Um, and so yeah, I love the atmosphere of it, and I think the show has gotten it exactly and elevated it. I love Chernobyl, um, <laughs> the HBO movie that Craig Mazin, the co-creator of the show, made. And this really I thought that was a TV series. Am I crazy? Yeah, that's TV series. Yeah. He oh, they said a movie. Okay. Yeah. He, oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he, it was like a television event. He mm-hmm. made uh the scary movie movies. He made the Hangover movies. Wrote them. He's a great screenwriter. He does the Script Notes podcast with John August. Uh, oh, that's him. That's oh, him. I didn't even put two and two together. Incredible. He's Ted Cruz's roommate, and now he hates Ted Cruz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and. I think Chernobyl is when everybody went. There were a lot of memes when Chernobyl came out where they're like, you can go from making a scary movie to making Chernobyl. Like, never let anybody tell you what you can't do. That's funny. And when Neil Druckmann, the guy who created The Last of Us, saw Chernobyl, that's when he said, this is what the atmosphere should be for this adaptation. Hmm. And nailed it. I mean, just totally nailed it. I think they did a fantastic job, and I love it. And I wait for every episode in a way I haven't for a TV show since like, I don't know, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. There's a really important thing missing from this, this TV show that's in the game that adds to the gloom in a way that we, like, I think we're definitely going to get there, but we're not there yet. And this is weird because we experienced it so early um, on. Um, and we haven't done much of this yet, but I do want to say we will be spoiling details past this point. I'm pretty sure. So if you have not watched yet, just be careful as we continue our discussion. Uh, Keith, let's let's get to you, man. Like, what were you thinking? Um, hmm, I have mixed emotions. So I've never played the game, but I'm kind of one of those guys that like I, I'm I'm really into video game stories in general. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, if I don't have a PlayStation, which I don't, there are certain games that I've watched people play like on YouTube, like I've watched people play Uncharted, i watched people play The Last of Us or God of War, whatever. And so I remember watching like, I think maybe like an hour playthrough of, of um, The Last of Us. Mm. And it just was like so amazing to me, right? Mm. Um, so so I think maybe me as watching as almost like a backseat game or watching The Last of Us and then turn around and watching the show, it's just like, huh, yeah, this is pretty cool. It's, it's decent, right? I don't think I can judge it too much from the first couple of episodes because to me personally, I don't think it does anything different that I haven't already seen or like post-apocalyptic films or in a zombie movie. Um, and then there's also, I have like small, like um, I guess pet peeves about certain character tropes. 
like the um the bitchy um teenage girl thing i kind of mm. uh, i don't know it's it's just not my thing like mm. <laughs> sometimes it it turns me off especially when they that way and you don't and and you don't um get it other than like she just is supposed to be this way for whatever reason and i think like you know maybe later on of course we'll understand like why ellie is it's the way that she is uh, you know, you know what I like? Place. She reminds me of Princess Leia. Like the way she just like start, starts in the scene and she's like, I smelled your foul stench, Darth Vader. Like the way she <laughs> like instantly like, fuck you. And when she figured out, I'm just going to call him Pedro Pascal because I forget <laughs> his name's Joel, Joel, right? Joel? Yeah, Joel, yeah, Joel. When she cracked his code and she's like, got it. Like, I just thought like that established who she was really early. And I, mm-hmm. I like that character. I like the Spitfire. I like no, the like unearned cockiness in characters. I think that's just really cool. Yeah, the unearned cockiness is cool. I can I can rock with that, you know. But it's 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 the I don't know. It it was something that I was like, oh, I ain't, I ain't like that 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 conversation. Like when he was when she was asking them where they were from, and then he, oh, he told yeah. me, I'm from Texas, and then he said, so where's Tess from? And she said, he said she's from Michigan, and that's in Detroit. She was like, I know where Detroit is. I I I go to school. I'm like, what the fuck? Like little moments like that. I know I'm like I said, I'm just being pet peevy with that. I'm like, I'm like, like shit, you the one asked the question. <laughs> like, you know, you, 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 you lucky Keith ain't picked her ass up. She would have got love behind. <laughs> Man, she would have got love. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck if you got the cure. But everybody um, can suffer. Fuck this. Right. And and it's it's that's that's like really definitely a small pet peeve and then um and yeah like i said i don't think it does anything different but i don't know if it it necessarily you know man um, i i gotta say like i i really when when the season is done i want to talk to you and maybe we don't talk on the podcast about it specifically but i want to go back and talk to you guys about because i don't know if you'll watch the whole thing um but I think you could get the gist of what's going on from what's happening here and then get to the end and go, oh, okay, like I can kind of follow a little bit what's going on. And I'm saying like just based on what happened in the game, maybe the TV shows are being totally different. But there is a reason that this series has um, kind of captured people. And a lot of it has to deal with the journey you have and what the eventual end is for um, – for this story because there is a part two uh that comes out um later after this but this part one you could end it here and it could have felt like a perfect story in many ways for some people and some people hated it so it's a very polarizing uh set of decision that's made um it's really fascinating though because they're asking you early on to make these judgments about what would you do with the knowledge that you have about what's going on. So some people, like, you know, you see some people like, all right, I'm just taking orders. I'm sorry, I have to shoot you. You see some people go, I absolutely don't want this responsibility. This is horrible, but you've got to kill everybody in this city, including me. And I'm gonna go sit at the house with my family and just hug them. I absolutely don't want this responsibility, but this is the right thing to do. There's a bunch of people who are being asked to make decisions about the entire species, you know? in little and big ways. And, and I don't know, this is really interesting how they managed to bring that in, 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 you know, old and new ways. 
I feel like you can do that utilitarian discussion endlessly. Like there's kind of no right answer and there's no wrong answer. Cause I can remember like taking a philosophy class where they would always ask that question of no, the train is going to hit 10 young children or you can veer it off course and it'll hit six senior citizens. Would you do it? And then everybody's like, yeah, of course. They're like, what about 18 senior citizens? Like, it just keeps getting like more and more ridiculous. And of course, the ultimate one is Hiroshima and Nagasaki, where it's like, what if it was going to end the war? Would you ever use an atomic bomb on someone? And like, in retrospect, everybody goes, no, of course not. Like, that's, there's some things that are just beyond the pale. You would never do that. But you can just have those discussions endlessly. And it's, if the, if the show does that, then it'll keep the internet busy for 100 years. It's, well, yeah, you will see. I won't ruin a thing, but it's it's a very bold, uh, it's a very bold story. I'll say that. Um, so, but overall, Keith, uh, I know you kind of talk about you know some of the which fell up and down. I mean, you, you mentioned uh, how you weren't really in love with the teenage angst. What what was it? Was anything else in particular sticking to you? Is something that wasn't um, you know uh, kind of to your fancy? I think that's the main thing. It's also too like I think, um, yeah, I think that's the main thing. Like it was more like just from the first two episodes. I don't know what is it like. What mm-hmm. what is it gonna differentiate this from? I don't know. Just on something like The Walking Dead, right? Like what 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 makes it? Because just like in what you're saying, I know I know that it, there's a reason why this this series has such a a a a great following, you know, a popular mm, following. It's just I don't think from the first two episodes I can see what that is yet. So I will say, like when I was playing it, um, I felt the same. I was like, "Yeah, why are people even into this?" Because like, like, like at this point in the game, I kind of was having that thought. Now the thing about I do want to say about the game is so different than the TV show, and it's it's because of the mediums, really, but. There's so much fucking action by the time you get to where you are in this part of the story. Like you've been fighting a ton of these clickers, or I should say fighting. You should be you don't fight them. You can try, but like, no, it's a terrible idea. Like you're gonna waste a bunch of ammo and you're gonna make them come to you. So as much as you can sneak around them, you will. You can definitely not kill them all, but like it is a process. You gotta learn how to set them up. You gotta knock the noise over here, get behind them, stab them in the back, like all kind of stuff. But it's not like you're running in with guns because that's just gonna cause them to come to you. So you have to be very careful until you got weapons that actually can take care of those enemies. So on the other hand, there's a ton of humans you're fighting, like a ton of them. Like, and one of the things that the show is eventually gonna open up to is you're not gonna see people like those scenes, for example, like you're in a hotel. Like, if you're a person who's played the game, you're like, oh, shit, these firefights happen, and this happens, and that happens. But, like, they're not introducing the gruesomeness and the grittiness of the people yet. And they do mention uh, in the very first episode, the dude's like, hey, there's slavers out there, and there's this and there's that. So throwing out that, like, you're going to come across some of these things eventually, what we see is kind of like, oh, man, what's that? That was like this... um, I read the book and I actually never saw the movie, but uh, it was about this man and this boy who in this post-apocalyptic world and they were trying to get from one place to another because it was supposed to be like a boat or something that would get them away from the bad place, but like where they were. Is it the one with Viggo Mortensen? I can't think of the actor's name right now. The Road. Yes, The Road. Yeah, I read the book's incredible, but like, yeah, it's kind of like 
think the role, but with monsters, more monsters and stuff like that. It's like constantly really it what is the real monster, you know, in in well, some ways. Usually in a lot of these post apocalyptic stories, the, the monster is the <laughs> becomes the survivors. Um mm -hmm. like that they're usually like even in The Walking Dead, that's usually the worst. Oh, 100. That's definitely what The Walking Dead is about. Survivors, you know, the humans are the representation of what really is The Walking Dead. But see, I think, but the difference in in this and The Walking Dead is, is like the thing about how different The Walking Dead would be. So you remember how, like, actually, funny enough, like speaking of differences, I think you know a little bit of the comics. Both of you might think of The Walking Dead. But if y'all remember the pilot episode of The Walking Dead, they do something that absolutely doesn't happen in the um, the actual show. Is like, oh, maybe it's the first, I thought it was the first episode. Maybe it's like the first few episodes. But like, there's a possibility of a cure. And like, they come up and they meet these scientists at this, like, some kind of lab that does not exist in the comics at all. And or at least like, they don't, they don't go there. And like, they see like all across the world, these people trying to figure out what's going on and who had all these ideas for how to fix stuff. And there's constantly like this promise in, in the comics all the time that like, maybe somebody has an idea, maybe somebody has an idea. But yeah. in The Last of Us, it's right in front of them. Well, that's the thing with Walking Dead. I think the fundamental difference between this show and The Walking Dead is, you know, they kill Anna Torv's character in the second episode of this. She seems mm -hmm. like she's going to be one of the main characters and she's gone. Yeah. They kill Joel's daughter in the first episode. She seems like she's going to be the main character and she's gone. Like they're being very ruthless and moving things forward and moving and like advancing the plot. And Chernobyl is the same way. Like that's just good screenwriting. Walking Dead at some point, I think when they started making a ton of money, the mm -hmm. objective clearly became like, how do we stretch every single thing? It's like the, when the governor reasonably should have died, they're like, let's bring him back and he'll die six episodes later. And yeah. when it was time to kill, um, I forget his name. The nice guy everybody likes, the baseball cap guy who's in. Oh, uh, the Asian dude. I can't even name. Yeah, when it yeah. came time to kill him, they're like, "Let's stretch this out endlessly." Like every well, single. Well, the TV season, show that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was just stretch. Like, how many seasons could we possibly get? I'm shocked that they canceled it, but then of course they announced like four different spinoffs. Yeah, it was yeah spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This show seems like it's going to just eat up story and keep moving fast, which that would be great. Because even with the like, I think with the Walking Dead, the first. I guess four to five seasons were pretty good. And then after that, I just dropped off because of the same point of what you're saying. We're just trying to keep stretching it, like trying to milk this cow for as much as we can. <laughs> nah, they're not going to do hopefully, that here, though. Yeah, hopefully they don't do that with The um, the Last of Us. And what what do you guys think of the fight in episode two? Which episode? episode? The fight in episode two with, with the clickers. Oh, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I liked I liked the other bit of good writing is when she's trying to light the lighter and she's gonna sacrifice herself and she can't even get the lighter to go. Yeah. Like, oh geez, like they're not gonna give anybody a break on the show. Like even the lady trying to sacrifice her own life. I mean, I guess she's technically about to die anyway because she's been zombified. Mm -hmm. But even the lady trying to make this noble sacrifice can't do it. Like the, the lighter won't cooperate. Like just every little opportunity they get for some good Indiana Jones cliffhanger in the show, they're gonna go for it. And I love that. Yeah, yeah, no, they they gonna they gonna give them to you, and yeah, man, it's there's a reason. I really would love to talk to you guys about what you think of this show once you see the end of season one, because I'm sure they're gonna end where the first game ended, and um, it's yeah, man, it's something else. Um, yeah, I, I really 
<laughs> the people who know are like understand what Mike Twan's hesitation. It's just super interesting. Um, this is fun because this is the thing where people are watching two different shows. People who know the yeah. game are watching one show. People who don't know the game watching the other show. This is like that thing with um that we have with Chippendales where some people knew what was going to happen. Some people didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> I have watched a little more of that show. It, it remains enjoyable. Like past where yeah, we we, um, we actually finished it. it. It's it's pretty good. We enjoyed it. We we watched the whole thing. Yeah, that was pretty straight. I, I, I thought it was cool. Um, so one other thing I was going to ask you guys about, um, like, what did you think of like um, that that sequence at the beginning in episode one? Just you know, with all the craziness, specifically after um, it's been established, okay, something's wrong. The daughter goes into the house, dad shows up, and then all the craziness starts in the car all the way up until the flash uh, the flashback ends. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that whole thing? Um, I don't know. Some some stuff. <laughs> well, I already knew it was gonna happen. Um, How'd you when know? I was watching it because I've I've seen that that half of the game. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, that part of the see as as a gate. Now I will say real quick, Tim. If you have not seen how Last of Us Part One starts. Give yourself thirty minutes and just watch it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's one of the most. It's heartbreaking, um, man. Like I'm, I I I don't know if I've seen more effective storytelling yet. Really, like in a, in a like a thirty minute like opening, like it's incredible. I um I also like the 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 perspective because that whole first you know section of the the episode is. From the perspective of Sarah, right? Yeah, I love so that. If, you, if you're watching this and you're not knowing how it's going to end, you would think like, like to Tim point, that she's going to be a major character within the story, because this whole this whole first part is really told from her perspective. We don't really see Joel by himself like at all at this point. So, and and so I just want to point out real quick too, because we both talked about the game, but the thing is, the game doesn't do that. The game's in Joel's perspective. So it is right. like a, it's a totally different experience it's, it's when a, you're watching. You know, because you know she fixed your watch. You don't get to see all this other shit she did. She took the money and da, da, da. But then, like in the game, what happens is instead of Sarah waking up and then going over to the neighbor and all that, it's, it's like, Joel. well, Joe, yeah, he goes to check, and then the neighbor's acting like an asshole, and he has to kill him because he tries to bust into the house. And then it just keeps going from there, and going from there, like, and it's because you're you're interactive, you're like controlling it, and all this shit's happening, like it's. Yeah, it's a trip. So yeah, but it, it, they do a good job of recreating it in the show. I think. Yeah, I, they definitely did. It was perfect. I'm sorry, what were you about to say, Tom? In almost any movie, the start of the zombie outbreak is one of my favorite things that can happen in a movie. Like I just rewatched um rewatched Night of the Living Dead a little while ago and just the two kids in the cemetery goofing around. And then you go, oh, yeah, of course. Like, of course it starts at a cemetery. And of course the first people who are going to get in trouble are the ones who have a house right by the cemetery. Like, this just works great. And then the James Gunn-written version of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I was going to say Dawn of the Dead was perfect. Oh, my God. Where, like, the little girl comes in and has been zombified. And then you're, like, raised at the mall. Like, that, I think that stuff is so excellent. And, like, you know what they're going to do. Like, you know what's going to happen. But just the way they handled the build is so much fun for me. And I thought Last of Us handled it incredibly, like such a great sense of menace. 
and that one scene where the lady transforms in the background. Oh, so good. I also just like like people going about their normal errands and then there's alarms for some reason and you don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> that would make like, it so terrifying. Well, okay, because all you're thinking to yourself is like, please don't do that to me tomorrow. Like like this like this is literally like a normal day to day thing, and then boom, this this happens, you know. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It I, happens to in your I'm life sometimes, where like you're driving down the street and you see like three fire, you see like three tra fire trucks go by, and you're just like, "This is it." Yeah, <laughs> <It's> happening. <laughs> it's the one. <laughs> well, but that's kind of what that M Night Shyamalan movie coming out is about. It's like you must choose one of your family. To save the world and sacrifice them. Man, you don't watch that shit. Now, this <laughs> he didn't trick me too many times. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I say I say that, but I, I I am gonna probably watch it at one point. Um, that premise is just pretty funny. Like, I'm but, talking uh, that shit, but I just I'm gonna watch it just for the insanity of it all. Um, but yeah, and then and then like to Tim's point, it's that build up of it. Like you kind of it's real mm -hmm. subtle stuff at first. And then all the way up to a point that we get a plane crash. And it's well, well, no. well the, the other thing, too, is like they're the people who have accepted. Like, OK, so they're the people who are still in shock. They're people who had the shock, have accepted the situation and like they're acting now in the new reality. And then there are people who are shocked and are still in the old reality going, hey, why would you run those people over who are turning into zombies? <laughs> and Sarah's just in shock, like, oh, my God, you killed her. And they're like, yes, I did. Now, look at the hell out of here. <laughs> like. It's it's not what it looks like. She's not a person anymore. Like mm -hmm. you're thinking in the old way, you know. <laughs> it's just because uh, it has to be so rapid. Like you had, like if you if you realize like that's your situation, you you now living under a different circumstance, you know. I like a show where my wife and I pause it and we're like, all right, what's our zombie escape plan? Like where yeah. you're so scared that you go here. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna get the kayak. <laughs> yeah, I keep trying to think like where do we go? Like, I don't really have a great place. Like, I, I can think of some places that I mean, I'm never gonna say more here, obviously, but it's just like, I mean, it's like okay, nothing could get to them in all likelihood. Okay, but then what? Like, <laughs> you I'm just going to water. There. I'm going right to water. I I think it's easy to go higher though, because if you need to like go higher or get around, it's you know you're good. But if like you're surrounded and somehow the water didn't work, you're done. That's fair. Yeah, high ground is good. That makes sense. Yeah, it yeah but if you're on the high ground, you eventually gonna have to come down to get food. And stuff. That ain't that big a deal. Though. You can do that. I mean, like, it's better than have to deal with water. Because when you when you say I, it, made me think about this one story. Um, it's this Korean um, webtoon that they eventually made to a show. It's called mm -hmm. Sweet Home. Have you heard of it? And I know I've definitely come across. And it kind of starts. It's like super horrifying to be. Wait, are you talking about the one where like they kidnap the dude and he can't get off the island? Is it that one? No, it's the one where like the main character, the whole thing is like he wants to kill himself. Like that's that's all you know about him is that he plans on committing suicide on a mm -hmm. particular day. Mm -hmm. And the day that he decides to to commit suicide, there's like this virus that goes out that people don't know what it is. It's one of these mysterious things, but what it does, it goes into a person's brain and it transforms them into a monster, but not only a monster, but a monster based off whatever their deepest desires or temptations are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the reason why, why I mentioned it, because it's like the character stays in like this kind of like high rise apartment. And so like they up high, but they're stuck. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and eventually they gotta, you know, get get down. So so in this is like we're up at the top floor. We got to get down to the bottom. Well, I was talking more mountains, but uh, oh, mountain. Yeah, no, not, not 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 skyscraper. No, not not high oh, buildings. No, we've not seen enough of those. Stuck in a building. <laughs> no, no, not not. Nah. Just to be clear, no, we're, we're talking like. But it, it do seem like just even being in the woods itself would be safer, almost. Yeah, definitely yeah. would. And then and then you could like do some hunt, just somewhere where you're far away from civilization. Hmm. Now that'd like, be interesting if you had a person that's a recluse that lives out in the in the woods. That's the only thing you could do. You guys always had one of those, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't know about the apocalypse or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because if you don't tell them, look, when you you I'm on the way, it started, bro. I'm on the way. Because if you show up and you ain't tell them, they ain't letting you in. No, I'm just saying there's just a story where a guy or a gal doesn't know anything about it. And then they step out and they like shit. There's a person. Well, I said a person. Well, I mean, there, there are people like in Australia, for example, like on the west part of Australia, where there's almost like nobody living who like they'll stay out there and then they'll drive to like places where their civilization buys supplies for like three months and then drive back where they was at. Like <laughs> they probably straight. That's what I'm saying. Like that, they, they just so happen to come back to get their supplies and they like, oh shit, everybody's a zombie. <laughs> well, well, that would suck though, because you're like, well, shit, I need supplies. I still got to go in the city. I still need supplies, right? And then you're like, when did this happen? Yeah, exactly. Like, what day was it? Shit. I mean, the one thing about these movies that is a little, well, all these stories is a little exaggerated. I just have a hard time believing that like everything will fall apart so rapidly. But uh, I... <laughs> well, all, I mean, what, I, what I mean I by think, that is I like, think... th- there'd be a group of people like, okay, like. Let them come. We'll set up some strips. We'll set up some fire. We'll do this. We'll do, it. and we'll just keep doing this until we get bored. And then we're gonna go out, all of us in a bunch in a big group, and we gonna because it ain't like these things like a tactical. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta clear it out. It's gonna take but a long time. They're very fast and panic, and that's what yeah, I think. I think that I think that like the majority of people are not like um, rational enough. Oh, no, I think no, no. that only works if if we if we say like ninety percent of the population are like trained soldiers no, no I'm, I'm saying like i'm saying an organization of people would just be like we're gonna literally just comb through these things with thick ass arms because all they're doing is biting you know what i'm saying like if that's all you had before they like sort of evolving into new shit and i would just be like all right we're gonna slowly in a line just do this i think the reason why it always breaks down is because people just start panicking yeah, and then, yeah. and then and then from there they can't think straight like i was um like for example i was i was talking to my um my wife like to watch me play Resident Evil games sometimes when mm-hmm. I when I play one, and I was telling her like really at its core Resident Evil is a puzzle game. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like it's the the scares is to throw you off, like so that you can't think about how to figure out how to get to the next part or solve the next puzzle. Essentially, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so, like I think that's what in the game plays off like people's natural. Even though you know you're just playing the game, it's not like you're gonna get hurt in real life. But they play off the fact that you might get a little startled in this situation, or if you got to do something and you got to think quick, but then you got a a zombie or a liquor on your ass. You I got the saying? new Resident Evil. I still ain't played this shit. Which one? I, Resident the new Resident Evil too. I was looking at it uh, today and I was like, eh, because you know I just Did got this new computer. Or- Oh, no, no, oh, 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 the remake, the remake of Resident Evil 2. Oh, I'm not playing no oh, yeah, first I, person I like shooter. You, you got your mind, I'm playing a first person shooter Resident Evil. Hell no. Yeah, I'd be both of those. Um, Bio Village. Sounds fun. 
I can't do first person shooter resident. Yeah, but, but, but but to that point, that's that's the whole thing. Like people will naturally panic, you know what I'm saying? Of so especially like in real life, like that's why I think everything just falls in disarray every time something like that. You see that in a movie or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like I guess I just want to have hope with people. And I, I I think I should know better by now. Yeah, I have I have no hope. <laughs> like I, I, I'm on a zombie five k, and uh, I gotta tell you, when they pop out, you just lose your mind. Really, you just man. you just flooded with fear, and you just start. You're like, should I go up the fence? Should I go back? Should I go back? Should to I stay or should I go yeah. down? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I guess I'm, I don't know if this is the same, and I ain't trying to sound insensitive when I say this, but that's kind of like if a person came into, um, I don't know, like a, a store or restaurant with a with a pistol or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, most times people are gonna run and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna panic. Well, wait a minute. Do you mean wait? Well, yeah, okay, hold on. You have well, your idea. A whole person from Texas. I just want to be clear. You're talking about with the gun out, right? Yeah, somebody walks in and they just start shooting people, right? Oh, okay, okay. Like, Wait, what you said was they just walk in with a gun, which is... No, 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 not with a gun. Now. I mean, okay. they walk in and start shooting people. And okay. if it's like 20, 30-some people in the room, like, all those people, like, he can't... He, that The shooter can't shoot everybody if they just bum-rush them, right? But, yeah. but naturally, people are not going to do that. Naturally, people are going to run in fear because this person got a gun, they can shoot and they can kill them, you know? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Right. So, no so I think... Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know. It makes sense to me. I mean, people well, do. You know, I I honestly think this show would be fascinating to return to when the season is done. I really won't. I mean, you know, even if it's just us talking, but I, I think the audience might be curious to see what you guys think because I I feel like we've summed up pretty well what the show's about and how we feel about it, and I think it's pretty pretty fair. And so far, it's a really well done show, but yeah. it, it is kind of hard to figure out like what it's doing. But once it gets there, I really want to see what you guys think. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm open to revisit it definitely. I always I turn on it. Usually <laughs> after we start a show, I I usually be the one. I usually go back and finish it anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna be back for it. All right. Well, if you guys interested, we definitely should. Well, um, anything else to say before we close out? Um, no, I got nothing. I just I just say you know you guys. Guys should check it out. It's definitely worth watching. Definitely yeah. worth watching. I agree with that. Anything from you, Tim? I just have to go investigate. There's an alarm going off down the street and a dog barking. So I'm just going to go see what that's all about. I'm sure it's nothing. All right, all right cool. Okay. Well, in that case, we're going to close up shop quick. We'll holler at y'all on the next one. Uh, hopefully next week. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.